What's going on guys and welcome to the Causing the Right series where we sit down with some of the most influential people within the fitness, health and mindset industry to uncover their journey with fitness and mindset. Today I'm with blogger, brand <laughs> consultant, your boy Henry Wade. My man. My How guy. Thanks for having me on man. No worries it. man. He's one half of the Way Twins. And you've worked with some big brands, Puma. Yes, bro. Not as big as this guy, though. I've worked with bigger ones. Nah, no, man, I'm, I'm, I'm small time compared to this guy. Just look at that. Just look at it. Just look at it. I'm tiny, man. I'm Give so tiny. Rest, man. But how are you, brother? How's everything good, going? Good, man. Yeah, good, man. Thanks for having me on. Um, obviously, we're into February now of 2020, and it's been a good start to the year. It's yeah. Last end of last year was just so busy. Had so much on. Obviously, you can tell yeah, as well. Yeah, yeah, of course. And December's always busy for us. But then come January, it gets a bit quieter. But it was a good time to like focus and plan out the year. So yeah. this year, it's like being the beginning of February, it's like now time to implement that strategy and get on with it yeah, yeah so it's yeah, been a course, good start, course, man. Good start yeah. no that's good to hear man it's good that you've already got that mindset of that going in so have you had like a, a slow jan or like a i feel like for some people it's like jan's like gone crazy or for some yeah, people yeah. they're like i'm gonna start my january in february do you know nah, what I mean? man like it's been it has been pretty crazy like glad you mentioned like the mindset thing like lots of people just you have to have that good mindset positive mindset because yeah, it can start off slow especially when you run your own business like yeah, take yeah. what we're doing like um, it can be a slow start to like the, the month. And if you haven't got that good mindset to be ready to go and get it, then you're not going to do well. So you have to have that switch on mode and just course. ready to get up and go and get it, man. Yeah. Cool, 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 cool. And how's everything like just like personally going? Good, like, man. Yeah, yeah. Aside from like work. Do you know do you know what, I feel like we get so consumed with work that we just forget. Sometimes you can neglect the actual personal. Do you know aspect. what? I think it's a really important thing you touched upon because when you do work for yourself, you're constantly working. You, yeah. you don't, you, you don't switch you off. You can't. Bro. You don't have a nine to five. We have twenty four seven. Twelve to twelve. It is literally, <laughs> man. Yeah. So what I found really, like, I've got a girlfriend and I've also got my brother. I've got my family, and I like to have my free time as well. Nice. Because obviously, you can't be so endowed with your work because otherwise you just end up getting lost and you end up becoming less creative. Mm. So I try and like, because I'm in the creative industry, I try and the ways I try and become more creative is like I actually have time off and switch off is the best thing for yeah, me. Yeah, so yeah. I've just got into like a really good routine this year and like trying to not have as much phone yeah. on me. Like in the morning, first thing I do when I wake up, I set my alarm now half an hour early and actually read a book. Because for me, I can't read a book like 2 p.m. in the afternoon. Yeah. Because I'm thinking no, about emails. He's got time now. 2 p.m. Do you know what I mean? Or even at night. So for me, when I get up like say quarter to six and I spend that first half an hour, I get a coffee, don't yeah. touch my phone, have my next alarm so I need to stop reading. Yeah. And I just get into like a nice book and then that's the only time of the day when I actually have a bit of time to myself. Yeah, yeah, And then what yeah. I've tried to do this year as well, three times a week, I'm going into a store, sauna and a steam room mm. around eight o'clock at night just before I have my dinner or something mm. and have no phone in there either. Just have 30 minutes mm. each time just to switch off because that really just makes you just probably stop and think I and mean, then you can yeah. think about your day think about how it's gone yeah, yeah and even journaling man i do that as well i think that's a really put a good thing to do for people sure. as well if you journal write down like three things you're grateful for and like three things that went well today and three things that you could have done better on mm. try and do that once a d every day then that's yeah. always going to help you relax and just really focus on your what you can do better the next day and how you can improve yourself as well as anything so yeah but i think downtime so it sounds is so like you've important. got that nice like balance between like in the morning just before you kind of like get into like the craziness of like work life that you can just like have that time to yourself to like really reflect and then mm. again in the evening but just before you kind of like go to bed you've kind of got that stage where you're like unwinding which i feel like that's something that so many people can like neglect because i feel like a lot of people may wake up and then all of a sudden if you don't have that either it's a 30 minute kind of like 
opportunity to like read a book mm. or it's an hour in the gym or it's doing something that's just gonna like calm you mentally, then you start the day like at 100 miles per hour and then you feel right. like you're, the day's like running away from you because exactly. you haven't had that time to kind of like sit down and say, do you know what, like, I wanna be like really like take it in, do you know what I mean? So I feel like it's powerful that you even do that. But um, so yeah, bro, with this series, what we really like to do is kind of uncover each individual person's journey and understand yeah. where, what they've gone through to get to where they are now. Yeah, so man. with you, um, I kind of want to go back and for anybody who doesn't really know you, just like paint the picture. Cause I know you grew up in Cambridge. You want to go, we'll be here for hours, I, I, I know, I mean, we've got time, man. I love this guy, yeah, so yeah. we've got so much time. <laughs> but yeah, take, like, take me back. Like, you grew course, up in Cambridge yeah, and then that's like, it. When, like, when did you- You've done his research. Yeah, yeah, of course, man. I had to, man. Yeah, I had to, yeah. So, man, yeah, yeah. Um, basically, I went to university, me and my twin brother, we kind of do things together because being identical twins is kind of our USP, I guess. But yeah, we have our cool. individual brands and we, we can work off without each other when we need to, yeah, which is great because you can't be stuck with being known as a twin all the time. Yeah, <laughs> do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. My missus doesn't really married to a twin. It's a twin, <laughs> so it's married to me, do you know what I mean? So there's that. It's a two uh, for one deal. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> anyway, um, so yeah, man, I graduated different universities in Will. I went to Newcastle. Oh, did you? Leeds. Yeah, yeah, oh, he went wow. to Leeds, I went to Newcastle, and um, both did pretty much business. I did business, marketing, did business, and uh, we uh, graduated, came, he stayed in Leeds, I moved back to Cambridge and I worked a year. Really good job, traveled the world of it, loved it, it was great. Mm. But um, I wanted to travel by myself mm. and really see the world in a different kind of eye to what most people do. Like, course, didn't want to work nine to five, whatever. And um, traveled the world, um, got so out of shape, just traveled it for the wrong reasons in a sense. Well, not the wrong reasons, but yeah. the party reasons. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. I, I recommend everyone to go party and travel and backpacking because I think it's one yeah. of the things that you can definitely learn a load from. I learned a load from it. What, what made you want to go backpacking? Like, was it like do you, the job was stressful or you just felt like this is the right time for me to like experience life? Well, a little bit of both really. Yeah, the job was a little bit stressful. Um, I was the youngest in the job and it wasn't really my environment, even mm -hmm. though I enjoyed it. And I felt, you know what, let's just go with my mates. I still was in that kind of university culture where I was still a bit young yeah. and I wanted just to still party because yeah. I just done a final year at uni and all I'd done was working. So um, I did it, got to my first stop, and I mean, no fitness, nothing. Just got out of shape, got like a massive beer belly, six months, swear down, man. I've never, <laughs> never got into this. Like, I just, all I did was drink every day, and there was, no, it, honestly, I can tell it. you some stories. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But we won't go into that, that much details. <laughs> and then I got to Australia, man, and then I got, and I lived there for a year. So I worked there for a year. This must have been nice. about 2016 or something, I think. Cool. And I got into the, I got just, I, I got to Australia, and I, just, I completely changed. Like, mm. I got in such, habit of like fitness mm. well-being and routine of course and i got into the best shape of my life like yeah. i mean everything was just to a team yeah, like, yeah, i got like five yeah. percent body fat when i was walking around like that going to festivals just like in the best Crazy. shape ever and i actually got into the opposite side of being completely out of shape but i yeah. got obsessed with it yeah. and i found that doing getting obsessed with it was actually the wrong thing like mm. and now i think i found a really good balance but we'll get to that but it got to this point where i just felt i, I love fit, fitness and i felt i could offer something so i started yeah, a blog Cool. When I was traveling and um, I was just about to come back to the UK after I finished Australia because I didn't really want to stay there, preferred the hustle in London. Yeah. So I traveled a bit um, on the way back and we started this blog, me and my brother. Yeah. We picked up a camera and we were traveling around Asia, but we did it Asia and different parts of Asia. Like we yeah, did different yeah. countries what we first did. As so Japan, do, as, as we do. do. Yeah, yeah. And we picked up a camera and we're like, let's, instead of getting pissed every night, let's get up at 6 a.m., document our journey, nice. help other people who are traveling. Nice. So you know, on our way, we've done it, see the best sunrise, best hidden spots, best nice. food places taking photos on nice. a little G7X and we're vlogging as well as we're going along. Nice, so you're and mixing those two passions. Yeah, yeah, and traveling. Yeah. So, but we weren't doing the bad way. We weren't getting pissed every night. We literally, yeah. I mean, getting up at 6 a.m., seeing the sunrise, trying mm -hmm. to have a gym workout. So it was like 
this two twins traveling, giving tr mm. travel workouts. Of course, of course. And then, and I'll tell you what, seeing it that way was so much better mm. than just getting pissed every night, going to course, the next bar, because you just learned about cultures, you met the in, uh, the people in the in those cultures, yeah. you learned like, so much more, and you saw some yeah. amazing things. But at the same time, I feel like sometimes you do have to kind of go through that stage of like, going out and drinking and like yeah. partying for then to realize that okay this isn't like my ideal life this is not Mate, how i want to exactly. this is not how i want to be exactly to then have that like realization that well fitness and mindset and like well-being is what kind of suits me as an individual mm. in my personal life um so like sometimes again you do have to realize and go through those certain stages because i've definitely been through that yeah um where i was like i would have like on a crazy one putting yeah. some extra pounds and i was like nah this ain't for me and just yeah, like started like, like hitting the gym like, it's, it's fun because oh. you're you're drinking then you just like you use you know oh, i feel so about out of shape yeah yeah okay, let's go out for another drink so you go out yeah. for another drink then you do it again so you're happy for moment like moments you're that life is you're happy yeah. and then as soon as you wake up the next day you're like oh, what am i doing in my yeah, life of even though you're traveling in these amazing countries you're not really seeing it for its beauty yeah. so the next time we did it around we just saw it for its proper beauty course, and we still had a few drinks here and there but we yeah, just didn't take it out of out of control yeah and uh, it was amazing so then we got back to um we left traveling and visit the world and uh, thought it was amazing like to see we saw like 21 countries and don't oh, get wow. saw some amazing things yeah i'm so grateful and i'll always cherish those moments yeah of course. and um we got back to cambridge lived with my mum and dad and cambridge in the village we live in is just like tiny no one's there and i was like what are we doing we've got like seven thousand followers each on instagram not much um a few hundred subscribers on youtube still not much few readers to the blog but we had this platform and this foundation like right how can we grow on this like, well we can't do anything in cambridge um, we have to go to London and yeah. I moved to London with no job um, about two three thousand pounds of bank and I got wow. a really random little tiny box room in London yeah, yeah. and um, I spent I was literally on my laptop every day trying to search for part-time jobs yeah and I was looking for like marketing jobs because that's what I've been doing my whole time so I was looking for like three days a week and yeah. I managed to get a three-day marketing job and um, and no sorry I lie no I did so I got a three-day marketing job and then I was doing this other stuff on the side like yeah, part-time and I was like, God, I still can't afford to live on this marketing job. So I ended up getting a full-time job for um, for this drinks company. Mm. And they were a startup. And I really liked what they were about because I wanted to learn from a startup. Yeah, that's what I am, essentially. A yeah, yeah, yeah. So I was doing my side hustle with Will because he got a full-time job as well. Mm. Um, so blogging was the side hustle? Side hustle, yeah, yeah. And then I did this other job full-time. Okay, cool. And Will and I were like, right, we have to work every weekend, every night, every morning. Yeah. Like every minute possible. Like we're not working for our normal company until we get big enough to go full-time. Then if if we get big enough, yeah, so yeah, yeah, to then go. So we're still working five days a week, and I mean nine to five every day, and then even later yeah. if we had to. What were some of like the challenges that you faced like early on in in the beginning? Because <coughs> like going um, from part time to now that you're full time, yeah, yeah. that's that's no like easy thing to do. So, but in the no. beginning, like what were some of the challenges that you kind of come up? Uh, working in no sleep, like literally, yeah. man, no word of lie, it's so true. Like um, that was one of the biggest things, like. You have to put in the hours if yeah. you want to do it. Like, don't 100%. get me wrong, but you got to do it strategically. Mm. So, uh, Will and I was like, we work five days, and mm. then we managed to cut it down to four days because that one extra day, mm. and then you managed to cut it down to three days working full uh, part time, yeah. then two days, then one. So we did it really strategically because yeah. sometimes you weren't, not many businesses were able to do that. But I guess Will and I were in a lucky position. Yeah. We had great bosses that understood our vision, yeah, which was course. great, and we're still in contact with them now today, which is amazing. So yeah. To be fair, what you just what you just said, and I don't want to like highlight it because no, like, no. you just dropped like a few gems in there and i want to make sure that people are really like yeah. picking this up one is that you actually before you just decide to go full-time you actually like strategize it in terms of 100%. you work so hard to make sure that you can like 
have one day free where you could focus yeah. on your passion and it became two days and it became three days and you kind of built up to a yeah. certain stage where you were in a position to go full time mm. and I feel like that is something that a lot of people need to be aware of is that you can't just run into your your passion yeah. you may have like shit loads of money like great that's good for you but at the same time it's more important to kind of like have a strategy or or at least know when you're at a certain level that you can yeah. go full time with it and I feel like you guys doing it in that way is just such a insightful way for people to kind of con like understand is that if you have a passion then it's working away at it on the weekends and realizing that you have to put in those hours to kind of get to where you want mate to, you can't to be, you, know you can't I mean? not and then like i said i think it was like a strategy is so key like you hear about people like just go all in in your passion you can't yeah. do that unless you no. don't have a strategy to do it like, exactly will and i we were no ones when we're in london and we're still we're still no ones but sorry i'm part of the no one club as well <laughs> <laughs> but what it is you've got to you've, you've got to still work your ass off like yeah, will and i were course. turning up to events and being like because we found someone who told us there was an event on or whatever we'd be on some pr magazine where you can find events mm. that we wanted to go to so it was a top man event mm. and uh, we'll just turn up and go on the people at the front of the door we're like are you guys on the guest list we're like yeah yeah her name's henry and william wade and we're like yeah. oh, i'm afraid your name's not on here and we're like oh that's really funny like we'll literally blag our way in and they would <laughs> be like it. like a lot of people say now is like yeah who's gonna turn down two six foot three lads yeah. Like, yeah i'll take that like, <laughs> so we just walked in and we'd literally I mean, network the hell out of it like yeah. find out who the pr is for that place who's yeah. the person who's running the event and then how can you help that brand amplify yeah. amplify their message? And then cool. get an email, set up a coffee, and see how you can just help where, them work their stuff and stuff. Where, where do you think that confidence to kind of like do that comes from? Because not a lot of people mm. um, have that confidence to one, just nah. go up to a, a door and blag it. And then two, once you even get in the room to then say, now I'm just gonna like network this yeah. shit out. Because some people, especially if you're like an introvert, you may feel like quite awkward in those situations. But 100%. where do you think that came from one? and what advice would you give to anybody yeah. in those situations who knows they need to do that, but you just don't feel that comfortable? Yeah. Well, I'm glad you brought this up because um, I get asked so much, like, how do you just go up to people or do this or whatever? And I'm like, mm. oh, well, you know what? One, one, I've always been this outgoing personality. Yeah. I didn't get voted class clown for no reason. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing. But um, do you know what? One thing that massively helped me was when I got to university, I was away from Will mm. and throughout my whole life I've had to I've had my brother with me mm. always through growing up through school through football through going to new things I've always had Will so I've always had someone with me no yeah. matter what yeah. if I've got no friends there Will's always going to be there yeah. which is great don't get me wrong but when we went to separate universities I was like I'm actually on my own now yeah. I, I'm not one of the Wade twins I'm Henry Wade just a normal guy you have yeah. to kind of you have to learn how to do it mm. by yourself you're going to go to lectures and you're going to have to be that person with a hi my name's henry and talk to people mm. so that was one thing actually being separated from will which massively made me um a better way and that's um more more outgoing and better yeah. but i actually became a club promoter at uni okay. and um, i know it sounds really weird like everyone's thinks of a club promoter as being like a lad who goes out and gets all pissed and stuff like that yeah but actually the communication skills you learn from running your own nights to dealing with people has mm. made me so much more confident i couldn't even believe, believe it like honestly like i know, is it, I know it sounds really weird but talking to girls yeah. actually boosts your confidence so much you yeah. can talk to anyone if you yeah. can talk to a girl and make sure you can try and make that is true to be fair like, that is actually a one, really good point one bit of confidence I, can, I mean one bit of advice i would give is like don't be afraid of failure like mm. if you go up to a girl in a club and try and get with her or try and chat her, chat her up mm. then the worst you can do is get failed and rejected i've been mm. rejected thousands of times not just from women but <laughs> from business propositions or anything like yeah. i've been let down from jobs i thought i was going to get yeah. when i was a how kid. do you deal with those rejections you, another great question like sometimes you just got to take it on the chin like you can't be everyone's cup of tea mm. like some people some, you're gonna 
Some people love you, some people hate you. And True. you just gotta be yourself. Yeah. People won't love, people just love who you are. Yeah. And love it or hate it, mate, that's it. So that's it, that's really it, I guess. Love it or hate it. Be that's yourself, just be that yourself. Like, you always gotta be Don't yourself. try to please anyone for who you're not. Because if you're, you're just lying to yourself then, do you yeah. know what I mean? Like, if you're trying to get a job that you really want, but you're lying about it because you're not who you are, then you're never gonna last a long time in that job. Mm-hmm. Or if you're, mm-hmm. again, like on your Instagram or on your social media, if you're being someone fake about who, you, like posting content that's fake, people can just really write through it. Write through it. So you've got to be authentic, and people like authenticity. And I think that is going to set you apart from anyone else. So be authentic. That's 100%. All I'm and in like this industry, though, there is not even just in this industry. I feel like in society at the moment, there is like a pressure to to be busy, to be constantly working, and yeah. to eat well, and to look good. And I feel like a lot of us can sometimes like succumb to that pressure either negatively or positively have you ever mm. gone through a, a period in life where the pressure has just like like become overwhelming and you just had to like take a step back or like how did you how did you deal with that situation yeah mate actually all the time like one of the biggest ones was i first got into like, the gym and yeah. i started dieting and um tracking my calories and mate and, yeah. and i wanted to get like six pack abs like everyone does yeah, yeah, yeah. want to get abs want to get abs how do you get them? so you learn six about six pack abs that's bro. it baby <laughs> but the way you want to get them is just like everyone says that you've got to be in calorie deficit eat less yeah. and like increase your output so i was like smashing gym reducing my calories thinking eating less was the best thing yeah. and i ended up getting into such a state where i was like not eating enough and then i binge and mm. i like, eat really badly and i was like why have i done this why have i done this and over time you just learn about it also reading your articles, you meet people, yeah, you course. learn advice of the best in the business. Course, course. And I guess it's really to learn. You go through failures, but you can't expect to be successful in everything you try yeah, and do. You're 100%. constantly learning. Like 100%. even the best in the world to stay on top have to constantly learn to stay there. Mm. They can't expect well, look at football teams. Man United used to be the best. Now mm. they're like not very good anymore. Yeah, they're awful, man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they're awful, man. Look at Martin Arsenal. Sorry, any United fans, I said so I can't really talk. But any United fans, Man United right now, you're awful. Oh, End of story. Did, did, that just had to be said. You just had to get that out of there. We're still boys. We're still boys. We're still boys. He's going to walk out the room. See you later. But yeah, man. One thing you actually mentioned there as well in terms of like your body and like being in calorie deficit. What I want to kind of like touch upon is like something that you posted on your stories quite, it was quite recent, but it was like not super long ago, but it was quite, um, quite some time ago. And it was a picture where you were, you said you were at your leanest that you'd ever been. But at that stage, when you're at your leanest, you still felt like you could have done better. And I feel like this is such a thing that a lot of people, like myself included, I've been in this position where when you're inside it, do you know what I mean? When you're inside that kind of like bubble and that kind yeah. of like work mode, you don't really actually realize how much progress we've actually made. So yeah, why do you feel like, even though you were at your leanest because you've identified that, why do you mm. feel that like at that stage you wasn't, you felt like you still could do more? Oh, they put me on the spot here. <laughs> you know what? Like, I think no matter who you are, you always won't appreciate what you have. Mm. And it's so hard. You always want what someone else has. Yeah. And even though they look at you and want what you have, yeah. you've just got to be so grateful, man. Grateful for everything you have. Mm. And it's so hard to do. Like, I write, like I said, I write down my gratitudes. I try to every day. Yeah, and yeah, writing yeah. them down, and you've just got to be like, I'm grateful for this and really believe it. Because if you, if you think you're in good shape, there's always room for improvement. Don't get me wrong. But appreciate what you have now, because you might not have it in a year's time. Do you know what I mean? And then you'll look back and be like, Damn, why don't, I, why don't I appreciate that when I had it? And yeah, I've learned yeah. from that, from being in my best shape. I never used to post anything about my body or anything because I was always like, and I don't really too much anymore, to be fair, but yeah. I do love the fitness side for mental health and stuff as well. Yeah. But um, when I was in that shape, I was like, 
why wasn't I posting that? I am in ridiculous shape. Like, yeah. do you know what I mean? And people were telling me, you're in great shape. And I was like, nah, I could get better, I could get better. Yeah. You just gotta appreciate what you have now. But one thing in that terms, of if you have a, if you have a, on the fitness journey, take pictures. Yeah. I know it sounds like, but keep it on yeah. your phone and look back so that you can really appreciate what you have done from day mm. one to day, day 50. And then you, mm. you will know a comparison. There isn't any differences, then you know you've got to change something up. Yeah, but then course. don't take that, don't worry about that. Of course. We always go through those months, years where you haven't had no differences. Yeah. It's just about learning from what you've done that year and changing yeah. it up. So yeah, and to be fair, that, that's something that can be applied, not just in the gym, <coughs> but in like your actual like general life, whether it's work or, that, yeah. or do you know what I mean? It's like stuff like that. It's tracking your progress mm -hmm. and whether it happens in a month or whether it happens in like three to five months, it's being patient as well and then still allowing yourself to kind of say, cool, this is where I am and this yeah. is where like, I actually, actually want to. I think I learned from the gym, from getting like out of shape to really in shape. Yeah. Almost the same as what businesses do. Yeah. To start from somewhere, yeah. to get to somewhere and then you go, it doesn't just happen overnight. You can't just become an instant, get six back out yeah, overnight. Yeah, of you got to do things to get there. So it's the dieting the the strength work the getting up early the mm. sacrificing nights out to go to the gym the next day Absolutely. it's the same as a business you've got to sacrifice some things to get yeah. there you've got to gotta wake up, up early you've got to network yeah. you've got to speak to the right people you've got if you're exactly. in the you've got to make those calls baby you've got to yeah. do everything that needs to be done in, mm. in order to kind of and sometimes it's going to be it's going to come like incrementally but it's like exactly. every like one step forward is better than no steps that's yeah. what i think do you and know it, I mean? then you get knocked down it's like you have an injury that's gonna yeah. set you back it's the same exactly. with business you lose two grand it's going to set you back yeah. and then there's or if you keep pushing forward and have that end goal well not ever an end goal but one goal and then another another yeah. then you're going to essentially achieve, um, achieve it yeah, it's the same yeah, with yeah. business it's the same with the gym and i always take what i've learned from the gym into business because i know it's kind of exactly Absolutely. similar and that's where that kind of like balance between like the fitness side of things and the mindset comes 100%. of course it's like identifying how kind of close those two like really interlinking mm, in in a sense it's like you can't really have one without the other because both are just as powerful uh, in like producing the best version of yourself as possible, right, do you yeah. know what I mean? And obviously I know that you're always like killing it. If you see of recent as well, this guy's been like doing like 10, 12, 13K <laughs> in, the, in the gym and I know you've done like tough mothers and stuff. Yeah, and yeah. Is it fair to say you're like really competitive? Yeah, man. I think when I, I love setting myself goals. So this year yeah. is a massive challenge thing for me. So I'm looking at potentially running the London Marathon um, Wow. That's only like nine and a half weeks out. Wow. <laughs> and then That's um, like a kettlebell drop. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then um, I'm doing, I've already signed up to Turf Games in summer, which is basically where athletes come together and you basically do grueling workouts to try nice. and get the top spot. I did it last year. Nice. And I think I'm doing a triathlon at the end of August as well. Nice. So I've got myself three big things this year to try and train towards. Yeah. So they're things I'm What is it about, about setting challenges that, that kind of like works for you? Because for some people, it might not work for them, but what is yeah. it that works for you? I think it's going through the motions. Like if I don't have a challenge or a goal in set, I just go through the motions and I get mm. bored really easily. So I'll go and do my standard bench press and whatever else, come out of the gym, not really feeling satisfied. Yeah. Whereas at the moment, running these, as you said, running these 12Ks, 13Ks, I'm trying to, increase my runs as I get close to this marathon to be able to endure the pain of a marathon. Of course, so of every time I go into the gym, I have to be focused and ready. Because mm. I know if I don't have a good session, that will set me back and I've got a deadline for this. So yeah. I have to be ready for it. Yeah. So um, yeah, man, it's just like motivating for me just to have those goals and I mean, have those targets to try and achieve in these work uh, workouts. If I'm not fit enough or ready, then yeah. I'm not gonna be able to finish this thing. And I'm not not crossing that marathon. Yeah, that yeah. <laughs> like, mate, you don't understand. Like, have you got a time in mind? Or like so, most people have 16 weeks training for a marathon. Yeah, and like I say to everyone, off. yeah, I always say to people, I really want to do a marathon in under three hours, but I've only had 10 weeks training, so I do think that might be unachievable. But yeah. I would like to do around the three hours, 15 minute mark. Yeah, and everyone I've said to about that 
is like looking at me like this. But I love seeing people, honestly, it gives me goosebumps right now. When I see people's face, when I'm on that running machine, I think of their face telling me I can't do it. And mm. I'm like, no, I fucking can. Powerful. It's, it's those people Powerful. who say I can't do it. Powerful. It just pushes me on to make me want to do it. Do you know what I mean? And yeah. I love that, mate. I love when people tell you you can't do something. When you go and do it, yeah. you just like the see naysayers. it later, Yeah. It's the, the naysayers. naysayers. Like, man, it just, it, oh, it gives me something. Yeah, like when I'm running and I've, I'm, I'm really like, I'm hurting and I'm like, only 8K in, I've got 5K yeah. to go. And I'm like, now it's getting tough. That's when you have to really dig deep and remember Absolutely. those things while you're doing this and stuff Absolutely. like that. And that's when I think it's really important. And Absolutely. those things push me on. Absolutely. One thing I want to read out yeah, of um, from you, which is kind of like focus on both the mental side mm. and the physical side of, of fitness is, you said this, as humans, the greatest responsibility we have is towards our own well-being and happiness. Yeah. Why is that statement so important to you? Ah, oh, mate, I think, I have to think we've only got one life, man. Mm -hmm. uh, you've got to live it as the fullest and happiest you possibly can. If you have a bad day and hold those grudges of what you've ever had on that day for the rest of the week, it's going to be miserable. Yeah. You can't be like that, man. You've got to be, got to be happy all the time. So yeah. whenever I'm on the tube, and I, I do it myself as well, don't get me wrong, I'm on the tube, someone bumps into me and I'm just like, oh, what is wrong with you? Look up, like I do it, but then, just once you've done that, just notice, why have you done that? Mm. Like, you're not benefiting anyone from that, not yourself. You're putting yourself in a bad mood. You're just going to sit up for the bad bad rest of the day. So just let it go. So mm. you've got to be happy all the time, man. And I try to be. And don't get me wrong, we'll have those days where we're not. And it's yeah. completely normal to be like human. And the way we've been like, educated and brought up with the news and everything is makes mm. you think differently. But then yeah. people try to twist that and turn it and make you be happy, man. And it's just... How, how does someone become more happy? Like, oh, mate, you know what I mean? so what, hard, what, mate. like, what, what tips would you give to becoming happy? I know, <laughs> I'll, I'll help you out here. Because no, I know, no, get, yeah. one, one for me is, um, and you've already mentioned that, this is probably why, like, you've got, like, good positive energy, and that's, like, the gratitude aspect of it, yeah. and just being, gra like, being grateful for every, everything. I feel like if you have that kind of feeling of great gratefulness, then it's like, why do I need to feel unhappy or it's not a big deal that yeah someone bumped into me because like, okay cool I'm not going to remember that person yeah, in like yeah. a few hours but for anybody who's watching it they don't know like any tips on how they can become more happier within themselves because if they can become more happy within themselves then they'll exuberate that into the world and they'll probably yeah. get that back definitely definitely Whew, that's a big question man how can you like essentially make yourself happier well what do you enjoy doing like if you a job you hate, then you don't have to stay there. If that's not causing you, making you happy, mm. then change it. Like, mm. you can, there's so, people always say, oh, recession's coming, there's no jobs. I'm telling you, there is work out there. Recruitment, you go on LinkedIn, people will hassle you every five seconds for a new job. If you hate where you are, don't be scared to leave. If you've got mm. a bad partner and a bad relationship and you're scared about what the future holds about that person, even if you're happy, even if you don't like being with them, that is better to take a risk. Take a risk to, to benefit your happiness and 100% go for it. Like, so you just gotta try and like, don't stand for any shit and just do what makes you, do things that make you happy. Like yeah. if you're going out every Friday and having, and hung over every Saturday and you're hating Saturdays, there's a reason. Don't go out on a Friday and get yeah. totally smashed. <laughs> just have a couple of drinks yeah. and then you can go to the gym Saturday and it's gonna be hard the first day. The first time you, for example, if you wanna go to the gym and get fitter, that first workout you go to is gonna be the hardest you've ever been. Mm. But trust me when I say this, it gets easier and you start to enjoy it. But it takes, it go, has to go down before it goes up with everything. So you, you have to go through the hardest bits, which is the hardest first week yeah. or two. Yeah. And then it soon will get, bit, yeah, get better. Break through that barrier. Ex exactly. So no matter what you're doing, it's, it's always going to be a first, like first step's always going to be hard. But then mm -hmm. after that, it will get way better. So, yeah. All right, my last question for yes, you, bro. brother, is what 
piece of advice would you give to anybody who wants to improve both their physical and mental state? Ooh, physical and mental state. Um, one bit of advice is, okay, mental state, 100%. I think um, apps like meditation, and I know that sounds really like calm or headspace. Mm. So I was going a bit of a rut when I first went full time in my job because I was like, where the, what am I going to do? Like, I have no idea how to get money. Like, I'm not getting, I'm not on a nine to five. I'm not earning. Uh, I'm not getting a monthly check. I'm, my checks come really good month, really bad month, yeah. really good week, really yeah. bad week, and that can happen. And I was getting into this massive rut, but I was stressing out. I was pulling out my hair. I didn't know what I was doing. I was like, what am I going to do tomorrow? Like I'm, I didn't have a routine, but having ten minutes before I went to bed just to breathe and turn on headspace, mm. no word of lie. Be present, man. Be present, I mean, I'm no word of lie, bro. It changed me. And I don't do it all the time now. I do, I think, I, I never jump in at the deep end and try and do 10 minutes every day, because I know mm. that won't work. I yeah. know I can't do that. Like, don't go to the gym uh, every day for three hours, you know what I mean, because you mm. can't physically commit to that. So I just do three times a week, and then you try and increase it for maybe one, yeah. two, then three, then four. And um, that really helped me. I haven't done it for a while because I've been into the better, better place right now. But um, mm. when I first started off, that was a big thing to get my mental state. And physical mm -hmm. state, obviously, excuse me, just uh, training, like get into a nice habit. Don't, again, don't jump in at the deep end and yeah. expect to go seven days a week because that's where so many people fail. Yeah. They say, right, I'm going to get fit in January. Yeah. And it's so easy to say, but to actually do it is a completely different ball game. True. Like you can't just expect to become the Hulk in a week. Yeah. It takes years and years and years. Like, yeah. I am nowhere near where I want to be right now with my fitness and health and everything. I, I know I'll get there eventually. Yeah, of course. But it's years. It's constant learning and developing your body and learning new skills. Mm. So again, get into the gym, but set yourself an easy program, a beginner's program, that can maybe once a week and then twice a week because you're going to have to make Building sacrifices. Building up slowly. Because you're going to have to make slowly. sacrifices. There's a really good book by Mark Mason called The Subtle Art of Not Giving a Fuck. <laughs> and he talks about I've stuff. i like, <laughs> And he talks about like, People always set yourself like, it's all about positivity, go to the gym, but you have to sacrifice something you already enjoy doing to yeah. go to the gym. Yeah, the gym's gonna be important for you, it's gonna give you so many benefits, yeah. but do you wanna sacrifice that hour watching TV of your wife? Maybe she's gonna get pissed off you at that. Yeah. Or that hour in the morning, because your kid, your kid, you know, your wife has to sort your kids out in the morning. Like, yeah. there's these things that are gonna happen that you're gonna have to sacrifice. You've got to mm. find what the things are bringing you down in life that mm. you can take away. Whether, whether, whether it's you've got a mate who, always likes drinking yeah, and you know the next yeah, day yeah, yeah. you feel bad just say to him mate listen we're gonna have to stop those drinking and then you can yeah. ch change that and the next day you can feel fine and go to the gym so yeah. it's about taking away the negatives and putting forward the positives, positives like going to the gym and stuff so yeah Sick that's one. it but you've got to try and find those find those things what are negative in your life yeah, yeah, there's yeah. always identify time. those exactly man, 100%. bro man i appreciate it nah. so any, any last words man. anything I, you want to say this guy's a joke, man. This guy's a joke. He's got he's got things in his life. No. But no, thanks for watching, guys. I appreciate it. Um, yeah, I hope you enjoyed this one. So yeah, wade out, I guess. Wade out. <laughs> I'm the third twin. <laughs> Give it a rest. <laughs> Bro, <laughs> Thank you so much. Legendary, man.